Are you my podcast? 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 Hi, Sarah Colonna. Uh, hi, Mary Radzinski. How are you? I am married at first sight. <laughs> amp. I feel like we all got married at first sighted. We all just. Couple I, weeks. I feel yeah, and it's leaving a scab is what's happening. <laughs> Grabbing my ankles here. I just got married at first sighted, and uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's 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 alarming is what it it's is. It's a lot, you guys. So oh, much. God um, damn. So much to get into. Mary, please tell everyone, though, because you have shows next weekend, I believe, or in the next yes. couple weekends. Yeah, yes. please tell them. I do. So next weekend, so I will be in Oklahoma City, uh, the 25th, 26th, and 27th. I'm featuring on the, the Friday and Saturday, but Sunday night, the 27th, I'm headlining at Bricktown yeah, Comedy Club. Girl, get yeah. it, get it, Bricktown Yay. Comedy Club. It's a Come super nice club. Me. I've been there. Yes. Everyone go see Mary. What Please. is that? Uh, it's BricktownComedyClub.com and then your website too, and then, right? Yep, MaryRadzinski.com. Yep, tickets and the links and we'll have some laughs and maybe some tears. I don't know. I drink a lot. It'll be fun. Come. And you can see both of us. <gasps> yes. Soon. Oh my we don't God. have the dates yet, so but we can't wait. Whenever we have them, obviously, we'll tell you. Um, but we're both both separately going to do an episode of Married at First Sight after party. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's gonna it's like my dream. It's gonna be so fun. Like, did you ever think? Do I mean, honestly, we talk so much shit. Not talk shit, but like we're so like into this. And then to, we talk shit because we're well, into we, it. Well, so, we, yeah, yeah. exactly. But to talk the shit we talk and be this fucking into this reality show, and then get get the opportunity to sit there and look these people in the eye. I mean, <laughs> I it's like I go between like orgasmic and diarrhea cramps. I'm not sure I where know. I am. I know because we don't I don't even know. Like we don't know when we're filming yet. All that I know. Stuff, so like we don't even know who we're going to be it's on me with. me and like- Alyssa. She'll be like, <laughs> um, I'm not comfortable that this pretty lady well, in a cardigan has been trying to portray me as a monster. And I'll be like, you're damn right, bitch. You did it yourself. Yeah. I think if uh, if it was you and Alyssa, which I don't, I didn't she walk off of an after party? Yeah, so I don't. She I did. Can't even imagine her coming back. But um, not didn't she? I know. She, yeah, she did. But if even if she was, I think, um, I think Keisha would have your back and be like, well, Mary could only comment on what she saw on camera. It's true, just like the rest of us. Um, so that's coming up. We'll keep you posted. And um, obviously, please, if you're not on our Facebook group. Are you my podcast errs? It's a very lively group. Very lively married at first sight threads every time it airs. And then also obviously about our other episodes and stuff. Right now, during this period, we only do married at first sight because we have to dedicate our time to it because emotionally and physically, yeah. That's what we're focused on. We're human. Oh. We can only we're do human. this. Yeah. But we do have a Patreon for episodes exclusive to Patreon every Sunday. And it is just random whatever we want to talk about. Sometimes um, our listeners give us things to talk about. Sometimes we do question and answers. Sometimes we find topics. Sometimes we watch something. It doesn't matter. It's all fun. So if you um, are able to support us on Patreon, 
please do. We appreciate it. Yes. With that we are, being said. We appreciate it. And I'm putting in my dumb little request. Hit the five stars if you can on <gasps> iTunes. Yes. I'm just, I really, it's like, I'm seeing it. I want to get to that special number that I'm not saying yet, but we're we're not super far. So just if you have it in your heart, go on, leave a nice review. If you don't have time, just your thumb. It's real easy. Five stars. Thank you. And you're welcome. Please. Thank um, you. And you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> or as we say on this podcast, no, thank you. No, thank you. If you want to leave a bad review. No, thank no, you. No, thank you. Just yeah. move on with your day. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. 14. This is episode seven of season 14. Um, it was the end of the honeymoon's ended. Now, my the main thing I wanted to know is, do you think that they didn't serve booze to Lindsay on the plane home? Oh, really good question. The answer, I'm going to say no, they probably did. Did Lindsay have the balls to consume alcohol on the way home? Oh, for sure. If, okay. uh, she, if it was, was served. There, yeah, yeah, there's no, there's no like, oh. I don't feel like she has a self monitor. Um, yeah. That's why I think she really needs mock the shock because I think he can sort of go, Hey, Hey girl. Yeah. <laughs> hey girl, hey dial girl. it back. But um, anyway, well this, this episode is like them basically, they see where each other lives. They're moving into the apartments. Most um, of them. Who, yeah. mm-hmm. Where would you like to start? Let's do Katina and Elijah Wan. Oh my God. This guy, uh, listen, Elijah Wan really makes me laugh, but this motherfucker has to stop making jokes about her cooking. I Tell mean, it, oh, you whole... see all the, like they go through the kitchen in the new apartment and he's like, look at all the pots and pans. You got no excuses. When are you going shopping? She's like, all right. I mean, he's like an SNL sketch from the 50s. I can't. I can't take it. And I love how he said something. He's like, yeah, you know, before this, I used to in the morning on the way to the gym or whatever, I'd grab a piece of bread and peanut butter. But now I got a wife, so I can't do that now. She's going to have to make me breakfast. And I'm like, what are you talking about? That that, yeah, like, that well, makes no sense. Like you can't. Now, if you were like, I'm used to gourmet meals every day and I would like to keep that up. That's one thing. But if you're like, I used to eat peanut butter. Then I'd be like, well, then you're going to continue to eat peanut butter because you've proven that you can survive on it. Like, this isn't helping me want to make you meals. And, you know, she comes from a place of I have lived by myself and I'm very I've never really I've never lived with a guy that I'm dating, at least. And uh, I'm just used to going out to eat. And now I will say so I, I guess the reason I relate to her on this level is I have never been like a big cook. And I lived by myself most of the time. Um, And if I made anything for myself, it was just enough for me to like and get by with. And then I did, I would order eat out or whatever. But when I ate at home, it was like, oh yeah, I'll just put some lemon pepper seasoning on a chicken breast and hope for the best. Hopefully it's cooked. Hopefully it's (laughs) not overcooked. I don't know. I just, um, and it wasn't truly, it truly wasn't until 2020 that I really started cooking a lot more yeah. and actually enjoying it. And because of the the pandemic and everything being locked down and restaurant, we would order from restaurants to try to support, but it just passed time for me. Yeah. To, gave you something to do. Gave me something to do. And I actually figured out that I enjoyed it. What's a dish that you're good at? I mean, I don't know that there's anything I'm good at. It's just all, it's just all fine. Yeah. I mean, John, John thinks I make really good pasta. Ooh. But it's mostly, it, I mean, I use a jarred sauce and then I just add stuff to it and meat and and then and spices and whatnot. But 
it's not, I think it's a very low bar. And that's what I want to say to Elijah Wan is just set your bar low. And if she surprises you, great. But if not, just be like, that was an amazing. I mean, one time John said to me, that's the most amazing meat sauce I've ever had in my life. And I was like, that's the saddest fucking thing I've ever heard because I know it's not that good. (laughs) Well, it's funny. Same thing with Mark. I don't I don't cook for shit. But the only thing I can do better than him is an omelet. (laughs) So like we'll have omelet night and all it is is that I flip it better so it doesn't look like shit. And and I don't know how to cook. And I, I would be if I was Katina in this situation. I would have to have like a real serious conversation. Be like, listen, one night a week, I will try. I will. You tell me I'll try. I'll I'll. But like, you're going to have to ease back on this a little bit. We're going to be doing like frozen nuggets for a while. You know, do you want to know what my secret is to making a really good omelet? Yes. I make a scramble instead. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I like that. Yeah. That's, that's smarter, I guess. Same yeah. ingredients. Yeah. Scramble it instead. Never have to worry Scramble. about it if I flipped it. Okay, just yeah. FYI, that's my secret. Um, oh, I like it. No, totally. Well, and no, she's actually she's a good sport. And listen, sometimes I think part of it is him just kind of like joking around. Yeah, I get that too. Yeah, she says he keeps drilling it in my mind that he wants meals, and and she does, and she says to him, and this is where this is what I really like about Katina is. Um, you know, with the horseback riding and the gym and all those things where he's pushing her too much. And she, she speaks up for herself Mm -hmm. and she says, look, this is not that they all do, but I just mean she, she's very able to express what's frustrating her. And she goes, I can, I want you to push me, but you're going to have to sometimes come down to my level. Whereas I'm not on the same level as you with this certain thing. And with cooking, she goes, I'm going to put my best foot forward to make sure that you are well fed. And I just think that's a really good way to phrase it because you're like, I put my best foot forward. I'm not fucking promising you anything. Right. Right. And sometimes my best foot forward might be ordering DoorDash. Yeah. Or making a reservation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I had that written about her. She's honest, but she's kind with it, you know, and whether it's something she's like wants to communicate about herself to him or their relationship, but even like they go to his house and he's you could tell he's so excited to sort of he wants her to love it. And, he, you know, he clearly has pride in his home. And then like the kitchen curtains, they had like coffee mugs on them or coffee and <laughs> shit or whatever. And she didn't like the curtains. But he's like, what do you think about the curtains? And she's like, nah, not not really for me, you know, a little bit. But like she's honest. So he knows where he stands, but she's not cruel. You know, it's like so refreshing. Oh, she's not like if Alyssa walked in there and was like, he has fucking disgusting coffee mugs on his. I can't believe he'd do that to a woman. He'd subject a woman to coffee mug curtains. He's disgusting. He's a monster. (laughs) She'd be like, I'd let you hold my hair back so I could puke right now, but I don't want you to ever touch me. That's how disgusting this is. (laughs) Well, yeah, she she was just like, it's a bit of a bachelor pad. I want to help him to redecorate. Um. Cal visits and thank God somebody showed up this week. <laughs> I know. And Cal really did sort of call Elijah Wan to task on the whole cooking the, thing. He's he like, did. Yeah. He's like, first of all, you never said this was a deal breaker when we all spoke, which is kind of nice to hear finally yes, for once yes. that address. Cause we're always like, was this a deal breaker that they didn't, you know, that right. they ignored. And he's like, you never said that. And Katina's like, Oh, okay. Good to know. 
And he says, like, listen, 50 years ago, maybe this attitude would have worked, but like, you're not a Neanderthal and you need to work on your ideas of what a woman is supposed to do. And uh, I think he he was like, I saw the horseback (laughs) video that was aggressive, but he did ask Katina if she felt valued and she says yes, which I liked. And I and she does. There's an authenticity yeah. in her answers and his oh, answers. Sure. There, yeah, yeah, you can tell. And I think what was it, Cal said about like don't give yourself an out or something like that. Like, don't do like what if it doesn't work because like that's not how to proceed in a marriage because well, you're giving yourself almost an out based on based on which I would weren't you surprised when he asked if they'd been intimate and and Katina said no. Yeah, I was, I was, I I mean, I honestly thought she was probably in her first trimester, like time sped up with how much (laughs) his dick was looking for her the whole, like literally from the moment they laid eyes on each other. Yeah, because we like, they just seemed like the ones that were the most attracted to each other physically. Well, their chemistry is like palpable. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, and then Elijah one said it was his decision, but then it was funny because in the, the, uh, on the after party tonight, Katina clears up. She's like, well, it was his decision, but also my decision, like that they had yeah. made that decision together. But yeah, she's like, it. she's like, it was, it was a mutual decision not to be intimate yet. Um, and, and that was kind of interesting to hear her say that because Elijah was kind of like, well, it was my, and I don't know if he just means like, well, if I said yes, she'd say yes too, or what right. he's thinking in that moment. But uh, Katina's like, no, no, no. <laughs> we yeah. made that decision together. No, but you're, but you're right. That's when like Pastor Cal was like you to Elijah one, like you can't, this is, Hey, you're married. Do as, do as married people would do. Like, I'm not telling you to go, you know, pork right now, but he's like, this is, this is forever. And unless you sort of think that way, you're not giving this the chance that it needs, you know? So I think it was good for them to hear that from him. Yeah, I think it was too. And um, I think it's like seeing them say that they weren't, what was it Katina said on the after party that was so funny? She's like, well, when we get to it, uh, because I think it was Keisha was like, so how do you guys stop yourselves if you're being intimate? How do you stop yourselves from going all the way? (laughs) And Katina Katina said something like, well, we get to a certain point and then we release. And (laughs) Keisha was like, wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That we both go into our own dark corners and release. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're all thinking something else, Uh, which uh, someone else on the after party said they did that, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. it was because because Mac Mac the Shack uh, was, was Mac the Shack said that that Lindsay likes a little solo sweet release once in a while. Well, it was an insane. I mean, I know we're not to them yet, but just since we're on this subject, because it was about the same thing, it was basically Keisha saying, "Well, Lindsay said that you guys had sex, you know, a bunch of times up until that dinner where you told her that you wanted to slow down on the honeymoon." And even said that you guys did it three times that day. And he's like, that's not true. And then, and then she's, and then he goes, basically we started to at one point and Lindsay was like, well, if we're not going to, I'll just take some solo time. And she wanted me to join her. So I'm like, basically Lindsay was like, you're not going to fuck me. I'll just jerk off. Want to join, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you want to tickle my balls while I do it. I honestly, (laughs) I honestly, I was, 
that conversation, it was so, they had it in such a classy way. But you and I just had it in the way that we really pictured it. The way it. that we pictured it. <laughs> no, I know. Like, it's like, I, I it's either Lindsay being like, hey, Mark, you can leave the room or you can come over here and help me. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> Hold my cigarette. It's going to yeah. get in the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I like, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, the character that we've created has, is I know, so funny for Lindsay. It's, I, it's the best. we'll just talk about them since we're already doing it because yeah. they can't because <laughs> I can't turn around from that now. But um, oh god, I mean, I okay. I just want to say it feel I can see you can kind of see where this is going. And again, when they show previews and stuff for for this week's like that we whatever it's like. Right out of the gates, she's, you know, she's like, let me do your dirty laundry for you. And she just sort of takes over. And then she's at one point, she's talking about water bottles to for sustainability. And she's oh like, God. I can get you every size and 24 ounces. And this is a, I mean, I I get tired just watching and you think poor, poor Mock the shock. I mean, it's just a lot. He, well, he, you know, and but then when you see him, he goes, she's a little much, but uh, I'll never get bored. Yeah, I he, know he really he's always he's always trying to see the positive um he says I think she says to camera you know we'll laugh through, for the rest of our lives it, it the, the 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 thing about Lindsay that is very very difficult and I think if she could see this I, and maybe I'm wrong but I'm not saying that Mark telling her that he wants to have sex with her. I mean, having sex with her and then pulling back and saying he doesn't, isn't a tough thing for her to process. I get it. Right. And, and I think he already is very aware that that was okay. Maybe I, you know, he even said, he's like, look, it was very on the after party. He was like, it was very romantic on the wedding night. And then they like, things change, you know, <laughs> she put on that strap on and things got real. Um, <laughs> yeah. After I couldn't un- get the knot out of the blindfold, I was like, you know what? Let's take a knee for a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> she put a ball gag in my mouth. Yeah. Things change. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, it just, it seems like, and obviously we can only go off of what we see, but it, what seems like happens is she gets, Real high and real low on him. Yeah. Um, and and he feels it and it's hard for him not to pull back. And I, I get that. I would do the same. I'm not saying who's right and who's wrong. I'm just saying I, I would be the person that is like, this is a lot. Um, I'm feeling yeah. I'm feeling overwhelmed. Whereas and then the minute he feels overwhelmed, he's like, well, fuck you. I guess I'm leaving forever and we'll just fucking never be together again. Whatever. I just pull it like, you know, and you're just like, oh my God, it's so the highs and lows with them, I feel like are going to be real extreme this entire season. And if they stayed married, they would remain that way. And I think that's what he's going off of. Now, not to say she's not dealing with some highs and lows. She put on a hazmat suit, she went did. into his bed bug infested apartment and, you know, she dove right in. Now, yeah. when she got in there, she got real bossy. Um, oh, that, but that, that gave me a little bit of anxiety. With well, number one, it looked like that scene from Willy Wonka when they're with the hazmat suits. When it, when the the one family, anyway, doesn't matter. Then she goes in. She goes all Marie Kondo with. Well, does it spark joy? You know, again, <laughs> dangling a marblite. Not really, but just in this in my head, in our minds. Yeah, yeah, and like. 
I, I just, he sort of, I don't know if it was like, if it was like to the production or whatever, um, where he's like, I, I like to be in control, you know, like this, I like to have control of, of things and you could just see it slipping away from him as she's you know, chucking his shit and going through it so flippantly. What's this? All right, trash. Or, like, I would yeah, have a was fucking... like baseball cards. Why? Yeah. Why do you have those? I like, would well, have might a be mean. panic yeah. attack if somebody that I just met a week ago was deciding what I get to keep from my whole life. Like, I, she just was, she's just like a little flippant with stuff like that. And well, and also, you know, we have to remember, and and as he said on after party, and as it as we know, just him going in, like this whole bed bug thing happened while he was away, and right, and and basically they went in and turned his apartment upside down to spray or whatever the fuck it is. I don't even know, but he he was like, I wasn't comfortable showing anyone my apartment at this point, let alone let alone yeah. her. I want her to know how I normally live, and instead she's seeing full on chaos and. And she keeps leaning into that. His life is in chaos. And I'm like, well, I mean, I think you're chaos. I think you're, you are the chaos. Yeah. Um, He, I mean, that, that is a funny thing that she projects onto him. I mean, obviously the house was in disarray. The apartment was in disarray from the bad bugs. It was turned upside down, but she does say that about him. Like, yeah, like chaos and everything. It's really, he's the stable one. The one that sort of has his shit together. She so projects everything. It's yeah. so crazy. I want to sit her down and go, sweetie, because I actually do. Like you and I have said a million times, we find her endearing. Oh, she's I'd grown like, on me a million percent. Yeah. But there are some things like when, she, when they went to her apartment oh. and she and it was smaller than he thought. So he but he's not saying, you know, he's not insulting the way she lives, the way she just did him. And not that she, you know, but he's not saying things that she might take offense to and in response to what he thought was going to be the size or whatever he, you know, he's just like, Oh, but she, first of all, she has a bunch of plants with names. And Mm -hmm. one of them is named Lindsay. It's like, you just named a plant after yourself, but she, she tells him, this is a perfect example of her doing that weird thing. So she has a squatty potty and she tells him, she's like, Oh, it's a squatty potty and it opens up your asshole. And that (laughs) way all, and I'm like, Oh my God. And, but all I can think about is last week she was complaining that he farts with the door open. Yeah. Now, I, which I have a problem with too, by the way. Close that door mm-hmm. and do your toots. Keep your toots private. to yourself. <laughs> sure. Private but, toots. But you can't say that he's being gross and farting with the door open and then be like, I have a squatty potty. It opens up your asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the middle ground? The middle ground. You, no. There's the. You know, you, you, and, but that's an example of her always saying that he's doing something that actually she's doing. Yeah. I mean, not only did she say, oh, it opens up your asshole. She's, well, she said it, her knees were by her face. She was showing him how it opens up your asshole. You know, I mean, she doesn't, but, but, but here's what I'd like to say to Lindsay and to Mark and to really the world. Okay. Because the whole world listens to this podcast. They do. They will. They should. Yeah. Um, I have a squatty potty. Do you? And there has never been one conversation about it. John, my husband of now six years, has never said, hey, what does that do? And I never said, 
oh, it opens up your asshole. <laughs> I just have it. It's there. I use it. I don't know if he uses it. He might. It's there for the rest for the both of us. So you could both open it's, up your assholes if you want. <laughs> we sure could, but we don't talk about it. Yeah. You yeah. don't have to talk about it. You don't it. have to. You're right. You don't Kuda. have to. That's a very interest like the di- like the the flip side of what Lindsay's doing, like your example. Just the dichotomy or that's the again, wrong words, who gives a shit? But a perfect example of of what what can be. It doesn't have to be a crude yelling match with a guy you just met a week ago. I mean, you've gone what is it, six years, eight years? In, six in, yeah in, six in, married six married together in, for two before that yeah i've and had you, it this whole time your your never. asshole's been open and shut open and shut you <laughs> never have to talk about it Mm-mm. he's probably googled it he probably figures oh you know you she's don't a know that he's not, lady. En- what a- he's not enjoying you know like the the biology uh help i that's again i, was I don't never know really i don't know what go- i Again, I don't know what goes on, but yeah. that's the point. That is the point. Um, You're right. And and I I appreciate that perspective. And I think that, that the world, and, and hopefully if this trickles its way to Lindsay, she will too. Yes. There you go. Lindsay, mm-hmm. we're, just, we're just trying to help. Um, just trying to help. They, she, Lindsay does also in her confessionals, um, she really talks about him and his life's blown up. His grandma is sick. His apartment's a mess. The landlord is a mess. I feel like, um, and she's like, I'm about to explode from stress. Or, or no, she says he's about to explode from stress and he's different off camera and he's hot and cold. And I'm just like, again, I feel like you're talking about yourself. Yeah, um, you're, it really does feel like that. And it just never feels that she's really talking about her own situation it always feels like she's talking about his situation which it just feels overbearing it, i don't know if i'm saying this right but no, it just feels are. like she's always sort of commenting on his life rather than commenting on either theirs or her own yeah she doesn't really t- i mean we don't know a ton about her life or what she does again i know she used to do or was a hospice nurse or something she said that quickly one time but yeah she doesn't really it's almost like that has to be weird for Mark to hear her giving him suggestions on how to deal with his landlord, this woman that's been in his life and has been a mother figure or, you know, talking to him about his sick grandmother or whatever, like a person who like you didn't know a week ago, sort of taking ownership on the mess that is your life. Like that would be annoying to me. And I think he sort of said something like that to pastor Cal, like basically like I, I can't handle, like you just have to let me sort of do and get through the things that I'm going through and don't try to fix them for me, you know, or something like that. Totally. And I think one of the hard parts to watch is that Lindsay off, Lindsay can be very sweet and say things to camera. Like, He's never taken care of himself. He's always looked out for other people. I want him to put himself first. I'm going to make sure he puts himself first. And then when he does put himself first, she's like, fuck you, I need to be. And so it's hard because it's like, so if we're watching it and we see those two differences, he must be feeling that 
the dichotomy. I don't even know if that's a word or the right word, but whatever. We um, like it. Whether but he, right thank you. Yeah, we like to throw out words. Mm-hmm. If you're a new listener, just sometimes we throw out words and don't try to correct us because we don't care. We don't the care. right or wrong. Yeah. Um, but it just feels like he must really feel that if right. if we're seeing it and and she goes from zero to a hundred when they were talking with Cal, like you just said, he gets kind of emotional and he says, I respect her enough to tell her I need to go slow. But when I do, she reacts. And he said, you know, the sex was good. But then if I don't, if all of a sudden it feels weird and I don't feel like myself, I can't do it. And I just don't think she's not, he's not going to say you have put me through an emotional roller coaster. You're too much. I mean, he kind of says it, but he, you know, I'm yeah. putting out fires for you with strangers. I'm, I'm putting out, I'm getting you, I'm trying to get you not kicked off an airplane when you were, wouldn't put your mask on and you were drinking too much, which we found out, you know, on the after party, she was acting like a fool on the plane. Like he, he's not allowed to just go, Whoa, this is so not the sort of, I don't know, actions I'm used to in my life. And so now I'm pulling back. And so she's like, well, you can pull back all you want. But when you pull back, I'm the fuck out of here. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Fuck you. You know, (laughs) it's like, oh, my God. Everything. It's so much. Zero or a hundred. She's just there's no she's just. I don't know. And I I thought it was interesting, too, because it's like here she's here. She's this one way where, like, you brought up the airplane and, and, you know, the drinking and the getting in conflict with other cast members and him putting out fires so it's kind of like he has to take care of her now it's like this situation where he's got some things going on she sort of takes over and 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 takes charge and i think it's like two very different personalities within her you know what i mean yeah. and it's got to be confusing i mean he even said something he's like he that he's like she can be when her with when she communicates she can be condescending and it turns him off you know and and i'm sure that's not her intention but she's just there's a lot of different facets of her personality that are coming out out like all the time yeah and and he basically says you just have to let me go through things the way that I do. And he says he just doesn't even feel like he's own, in his own skin and he's and she's taking him over. And we see that. And even Cal is like, come on, you have yeah. to see that. And you have to see that this no filter thing you wear as a badge of honor isn't always a badge of honor. And, and he really kind of tried to um, get his like, yeah, get across to her. Yeah. And, and he even said, you know, she's like, I need to be affirmed. And Cal thinks it's coming from a loving place. It, it, it's just, it, he was trying really hard to say, um, you know, you've got to sort of understand that when you, you're always at a hundred that someone else may be reacting to that. And I just think she gets defensive whenever she's told that. And that's what happens. Yeah. Well, yeah. And depending on if her feelings are hurt, because other times when they're like, you know, she loves the fact that she's a lot, you know, I'm I'm a big personality. People, you take me or leave me, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then when someone's truly like, you're a lot, she's like, fuck you, I am. You know, it's yeah. depending on how it feels. I mean, Kel, Kel said to Lindsay, you need to give yourself to him in doses. And I think that was like the best way to say it. Like, you can't go full Lindsay. You'll fucking overdose, you know? Yeah. 
yeah, and this guy's he needs a little bit of space and a little bit of breathing room. And yeah. um and even though he's been told by all your friends and family and whatever that you're gonna be a lot and this and that, it doesn't mean that it's not still sort of jarring. I mean, he always looks like truly looks like a deer caught in headlights almost every time the camera's on him when she starts talking. <laughs> he's I always know. like, Oh no. Um did anything really else happen with them? I don't um, think so. No, because we already covered so. after party and her masturbating. Okay. So, which by the way, go for it. I'm all for it. I'm yeah. not saying that. It was just a funny comment where she was like, you're not going to do it. I'll do it. You want to join in <laughs> or not? watch her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not maybe crack open a beer. My hands yeah, are busy. Um, go get my smokes. <laughs> I don't know. She doesn't smoke that I know of. I just like to say that. No. Yeah, um, guys, if you're new here, just know that we have a fully created a personality for Lindsay in our heads that just makes us laugh. She's like yeah. one of the, she's like a, She's like a Maxine. Remember Maxine yes, from those like, from the greeting, greeting cards? cards. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> She's she is our younger Maxine. Yes. She's our younger Maxine. Um so you wanna do well, noise. Jasmine and Michael. Oh yeah, oh. we do let's do Jasmine yeah. and Michael. Yeah. Michael. Uh Michael. Michael. Okay. It's so confusing at the beginning because they're talking about how she's used to living with a guy. She has a male roommate and he's staying in the apartment tonight this is their first night in their apartment he's staying there and she's not she says she needs to cl- clear her head but then she says really it's about having to find doggy daycare and that doesn't make any sense and then later on camera she's like no i just need to clear my head i just so but he's like this isn't a rough i feel like separating when things get rough is not a good foot for us to start on i do agree with that i, I think everyone he said should... it really calmly too yeah yeah he did and he's just I agree with that. I think that everyone should have to come back from the honeymoon and spend the first night together because that is what marriage is. You don't get to, um, unless you do live in separate houses, like, or, or split the apartment, like Alyssa was suggesting you, you have to, um, <laughs> yeah. If you're going in on a shore house together, you can, yeah. you can do it that way. But, yeah. and I think they have two bedrooms, whatever. I'm not saying stay somewhere when you're not uncomfortable. But I just get his perspective of you can't run when you're, you're having a bad day, but the big thing that happened with him is that she goes to his place and he has a female roommate. Now she has a male roommate, so she doesn't care. Jasmine is like, I, that I don't care about. But you've not told me that you have a female roommate. In fact, I only just found out because I just saw her walk past. <laughs> and you have repeatedly said you've never lived with a woman. Like they, they flashed back and forth to him saying that he's never lived with a woman. And not only do that, it, it comes up that he has two female roommates, right? Yeah. I mean, why? I I can get behind him not maybe uh, making a big deal out of it or even like proactively bringing it up unless it came up. I mean, I'm, I, I would want to know, but I can see that. But yeah, he definitely said he'd never lived with a woman. Well, and I also, mean, and Jasmine, like to Jasmina's point, she's like, He's like, well, never came up. She's like, it did come up because I told you I have a male roommate to which is the perfect opportunity yeah. for you to go, oh, crazy. I have a female roommate. <laughs> and also, she also said, you've never lived with a woman. And he was like, no, no, no. Yeah. And it, 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 it is um, super weird. And Michael knows it. I mean, even on After Party, they talked about it. And he was like, honestly, I just um, like... I I don't even know how he explained it, but he was just like, I, I don't know. I just basically wasn't sure. Um, I almost like went too far trying to prove a point that I didn't 
hide it from her right. that it got even more weird. And I am fully aware of that. But you're just like, you just wanted to jump through the TV and go, dude, Michael, this is something. I mean, you took her to your apartment. Yeah. like And the- let her find out by seeing the girl walk by. That's very weird. It wasn't a well thought out plan on his part. No. There was a lot of, um, a lot of, it wasn't a linear sort of thing. He, yeah, I mean. I don't know. I can't get a read on him a little bit. I will say a, another example of when I loved I loved listening to him talk on After Party. I feel like you get to know him a little bit more. And we do forget that people act like fucking weirdos with cameras on them. And I'm not right. saying that that is an excuse. And also, it's it's not an excuse for Alyssa, even like a little. But in Michael's case, I have to say, seeing him, and we said that about... Elijah one, I even feel it a little bit about Mark and Chris. You just like after party shows you a little bit what their personalities are really like. So if Michael's acting super weird and jerky, is it did he did he not answer properly because he was on camera and he wanted to not he wanted to have that conversation off camera and then just forgot or, you know, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's 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 very weird. But I get Jasmina's and honestly, I think I would have gone through, I would have gone through the roof. I think I would have been like, that is the weirdest shit ever that you didn't tell me when you had the opportunity. And for you to act like you didn't ever have the opportunity is even more weird. And my whole head's exploding. I think I would have lost it. And she was just like, yeah, well, you do see where d- you had opportunity, right? Like she was so calm. And I was like, oh, she um, does keep her shit together. And, you know, they discussed with Cal visiting um, that the conflict. And he said he knows he needs to work on how he, addresses conflicts and reacts to conflicts. I think it was like, yeah, it was during that conversation that she was like, you, every time we have conflict, you yell. And he was disputing that because he said, that's not true. I may talk to you in a tone you don't like, but I don't yell. So, and we don't know because it's not, none of that's been on camera. Yeah. Um, I will say the two of them make my head explode because when she says to him, Michael, Michael, like, I feel like she's talking to a child. And then when he talks to her, I feel like he talks in circles. So the two of them sometimes make me very uncomfortable to watch. I just, I'm like, oh, the communication is so bad here. Yeah. And yeah. And I think they're both just frustrated and they're just not like coming together and making a good conversation. Yeah. I, 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 they both, the one thing I get from them a little bit is the, like, they both kind of need to be right a little yeah. bit and sometimes if you do need that that communicating with somebody who also needs that it's it's a it's a fucking disaster i did love what um pastor cal uh to help them with their communication told jasmina to say to michael when he is talking aggressively or being condescending to her or air quotes yelling if that's what it was or whatever that jasmina is supposed to say I'm not your enemy. And I think that is so disarming and actually would probably work. And she agreed to it. So fucking maybe. I know. I thought that was good. Cause, and he explained to him like, you, there's talking at versus talking to, and you know, he's got that good advice in there. I'm like, they could have, you might've needed to show up and, you know, a little earlier (laughs) on this one. But I think it was, um, Oh yeah. On after party two, they did show, because they talked about the fact that the argument that basically led them to this place was the boat thing when they talked about being intimate. And Michael was like, I was just trying to let in a gentlemanly way, let people know that we had. And right. I, 
And then I felt like she interrupted me and Keisha was like, let's just show you the clip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That so did you know not what the happen. world saw. Right. And you were so not interrupted. And he was like, yeah, no, she did appear not to interrupt me. And I think in my mind, it was more tense at the moment. And I think that's a big thing for him. It's like things seem to be more tense in the moment and he seems to react to those. And yeah. that's sort of where the trip up happens. I, I still think you're right, though, that I, I about the friends and family that once she heard the uh, sisters say he tends to focus on the negative to kind of, or, you know, prepare, protect himself or whatever that I think I'm not saying that that uh, Jasmine is doing like what Alyssa is doing by, you know, using that to bring down the whole fucking marriage. But I think just no, having that in her, got in her head, though. Yeah, yeah, it's in her head a little bit and it would get in my head. That's why, again, I'm just going to reiterate Cal, Peps, Viv, if you're listening. Fuck friends and family. Okay, let's stick yeah. to the core group here. Um, if you know, if you want to do something like uh, Mary and Sarah would like you to know, and we'll do something, but we don't need yeah. friends and family. Mary, Mary and Sarah would like you to know not to fuck this up, not yeah. to act like an yeah. asshole, not to act like a twat, mm-hmm. uh, and to listen to each other, and um, maybe try the sixty-nine foot rub thing. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Sixty-nine foot rub equals nice time. That's um. If you guys haven't listened to last week, you can go back and learn something. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that was kind of it with them. Stephen Noy, right? Go to her. Oh, well, they. there was like a bit about her dog with her dog named Sushi, who's like so cute. It's cute. Um, but I have to say, is that a thing? The dog sleeping in the bed? Like, I get it. And I, I listen, I'm, this isn't about like, oh, if somebody has a used to a dog sleeping in the bed, I, that's fine. Like Steve is really easygoing to me with things where he's like, "Oh, she has sushi has three little beds. Um, maybe do you think you could just bring her favorite or his favorite one, and then maybe it's a time for a new change, and he doesn't have to sleep in the bed." And noise just like, "Nope, he's sleeping in the fucking bed." I just, I, I wouldn't. I, I don't no, know. I, I agree. I, I think there has to be a conversation. Um, th- that being said. We we just got a cat in December, and that cat <laughs> sleeps in bed with us. And but to to be fair, I asked John if that was okay with him. And yeah. our cat sleeps in at the foot of our bed, and then sometimes whatever he's a fucking cat, so sometimes he doesn't, and then other times he comes in at six in the morning and makes all kinds of ruckus, whatever. <laughs> but um, oh Ralph, I I I wouldn't say I wouldn't just go. Well, that's the deal. I don't think that's fair. Um, yeah. That I mean, being said, Steve's with. a little bit of, yeah, you've got to say, I mean, I get it. If you're like, listen, I've had this dog forever. This is how he sleeps. Like, do you think you can work with me on this? And then, and, but if the man was, you know, if Steve's really against it and he's like this, I can't possibly sleep with the dog in the bed, but it is a conversation that they should be having instead of a, this is how it is. Um, <laughs> it, then he, but he seems like a bit of a pussy about dogs. I will say, cause he's like, I can't pick up the dog poop makes me nauseous yeah he definitely he's not a dog guy that's for sure and and yeah if dog shit doesn't make you nauseous if it's something you enjoy then you have a bigger problem no one likes picking up dog shit steve you know i know but it's not but like makes you not i don't know well, it no just it seems doesn't like make you a- nauseous <laughs> but yeah he was a little dramatic with it yeah, you don't have to pick it up with your mouth, right? Like, it's <laughs> yeah, not- you're doing it wrong, Steve. Put some gloves on, sweetie. 
<laughs> I mean, I understand it's not joyful. Nobody likes to step in it. Everyone wants everyone to clean up after their own dogs. And when it's your own dog, it's obviously different than a stranger's. I get all the things. I just mean he's a little bit dramatic about all of it. So maybe she's kind of digging her heels in like, all right, you know, with yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. this is, but it's too much. She has to give a little bit. She has to give him room to decide if he wants a dog sleeping on his head every night. Because she was like, oh, no, he sleeps like right by my face, basically. Um, yeah, that's different. It should be a conversation uh, for sure. Uh, because then they and they went to his apartment and she had a lot of opinions because he has too much gym equipment. And she said it's manly, but they can fix it. Um, and I just wanted to be like, aren't aren't you glad? Aren't you glad it's like an apartment, and not just his car that he still has an apartment because you're so worried about him not having a job. Oh, like, hey, at yeah. least he has an apartment. That's yeah. good. He has a place to store his gym equipment. <laughs> You know what he also really loves? And I wonder if this gave um, Noy a little more pause than even the employment situation. Steve loves himself some party LED lights. He really he does. He, does. he really likes to light up his rooms with party lights, LED lights that change colors and they strobe and they they do all the things so mm-hmm. much so that he would like to take them to the to the new shared apartment. And um, the look on uh, Noy's <laughs> face when he proposed that idea was one of either she just smelled Sushi's dog shit or, you know, she just wasn't yeah. interested. But. No, no. And I think I'd be like, you know, and to Steve's credit, I guess he could say, if I'm sleeping with the dog, you're sleeping with LED lights on. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? We're sleeping with that dog's fur is going to be blinking red all night long (laughs) with these party LED lights. They talked to Cal and the kids thing was interesting because she so she's really stuck on having three kids. Yeah. And he said, well, what if we have two? And she was like, no, we have three. And then he's like, what about four? And she's like, no, no, just three. So she's it it is a weird number to be stuck on. I guess it's because she is she's one of three. Right. Yeah, I think she said she is, and then like family members and her family. And, yeah. yeah, but it is, you know. T- listen, if you want to have three kids, you want to have three kids. But to to be like, it can't be two, and it can't be four. It has to be three. To Steve's point, he says, "What if something happens yeah. after two? Yeah. What if we have a special needs child, and that takes up a certain amount of time? What if we have twins right out of the gate, and then I, I don't know. Just I I think his point was." There can be circumstances in life that make you go, well, I would have liked to have had three kids, but we had two and um, and then we were good. Or we had two at once and then we were overwhelmed. Or we had two and one requires special attention in school and this and that. And we figured out that like we wouldn't be able to maybe have a third because we want to make sure that that child gets... I, he was just giving sort of w- the what ifs. Uh, I'm getting yeah. more into them than he was, but um, I mean, I, that, I, I, I think that's a good point. Yeah, I, I think that I mean, he basically that should be a, you know, we'll cross that bridge conversation. I mean, honestly, the whole kids thing to me, I can't imagine getting into a, like semantics like you want two, yuck, I want three. It's like, do you want kids? Yes or no. That's the number one question. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's let's establish that. And then uh you know, you guys are on the same page with wanting kids. That's a win. Yeah. So don't you don't have to dig your heels in that it's no. like three. And and so and I guess maybe so we saw a couple times in this episode where she was like, I want a thing my way. 
and of course, you know, she cried discussing the fear based on the way she grew up, which we all understand. Financial security is a big deal to her. But it's just hard because I feel like he's always expressed like I can I have options. I'll always be able to make money. I don't feel from what we've seen on the show that he's like some big loser that I I think he's I think he's self-employed. I thought they keep saying, I don't know. It's just very confusing, but she's very hung up on it. And I don't know if it's the show making us hung up on it or if it's a real thing. Right. Like finding the thing for us to focus on. Cause I I don't know. It just seems, especially with COVID, a a lot of people are freelance. A lot of people work from home a lot. Yep. You know, I mean, he doesn't seem like the sort of guy that like he was worried that his, you know, electricity was going to be turned off. You know, if he was let go or laid off, he probably got some sort of package. He wouldn't I, I he didn't look like the kind of guy who was just going to like get into his car and go on a trip with no plans on how to pay for anything. You know, I, I think they're like being a little dramatic. But again, I've been wrong before. Um, So, Steve, don't fuck this up for me. OK, Steve, don't fuck it up for any of us, please. please. Um. And that was kind of it with them, yeah. really, yeah. right? And Wasn't then, it tough? Uh, well, Melissa and Chris, uh, uh, you know, we just end on this because we like to, and hopefully, we like, it's the last we see of her. Yeah, uh, and then we have a ritual that when we're done with the podcast, we say goodbye to each other, and then we both just scream until we taste blood, and it's the only <laughs> way to to cleanse ourselves from this fucking little lady. Alyssa. Because so on the honeymoon, uh, as we all know from last week, she said that she wanted to move into the apartment half of the time so that she could be with her girls. Um, girls. Chris moved into the apartment as he should have, because he said that's what he committed to from the beginning. She decided not to. He still hasn't heard the re- reasons. He says grapevine. Basically, he's heard it's everything from a tattoo to a political view. Mm. Um. He says he can't ask her what the deal is because he doesn't have her phone number. Um, (laughs) Which is so (laughs) fucking bananas. Yeah. Now he plays disc golf with his friend. So thank God Chris is in his happy place at this point. Whatever our opinions are in disc golf don't matter. I'm just glad he's having a nice time. She tells her mom he wasn't what she envisions. The mom says... Uh, I was expecting a cowboy. Alyssa says, me too. I'm like, I mean, hold on. I mean, if you, if like a cowboy, did you tell the experts you only wanted to marry a cowboy and they still put you with Chris? Because then we can have a conversation. I don't, I just, I don't, when you go on a show where you know that the experts are going to match you with someone and you think you're going to get a cowboy with an eagle tattoo. Honestly, if she, I want it. First of all, I want the psychic to come onto the reunion. I'm going to insist on that somehow, oh, or at least yeah. after party. But is that why she wore cowboy boots under her? Did she think they were going to go off on a horse at the, after the ceremony? I mean, I'm, I don't know. I I don't know. And, and nothing ugh. about her screams fucking cowgirl to me, by the way, but no. like, whatever, go live in Montana. Have a nice time. I watch Yellowstone. It looks nice there. I, I grew up. I had horses. <laughs> I like the South. And I don't know. Montana's not the South, but I just mean, I know about cowboys. I didn't but really. Okay. But no, I, I think that I think that she likes the idea. I bet you she got a pa- the pair of cowboy boots, loves the boots. Boots are kind of in. And now she loves cowboys. Like she doesn't seem like she and she's never gotten her hands dirty. I bet you. Well, I whatever. No, no I, I she she says to her. What does she say to her mom? You haven't seen how he treats me. 
what one of one of the big things for me is his lack of respect for other people. What in the actual fuck is she talking about? Nobody knows. No, I mean um, it's it's so asinine. The shit she's saying, it's like it's she's I mean I, And it, again, she brings up to her mom like I his friend said he likes to debate and like, okay, well, I mean and then when he tells him I do like when he's telling his friend too. And he's like, well, she said that I would, you know, um, she's disappointed. I don't have any, a psychic told her that I should have an Eagle tattoo. And the guy was like, stop, stop, mm-hmm. stop. You have to stop. Like this can't be real. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the friend was like, great. Maybe she should go find that person with the Eagle tattoo. I mean, it was just so, and the, and she goes on this rant about, uh, he has her lack of respect for other people. And she tells her mom that he posted about, defunding the police. Now, as you know, I like to be uh, an Instagram stalker. And mm-hmm. once I saw that, I wondered what the post was she was talking about. I went to his Instagram did where you? we had, I did. So we had friended him, I think when his Instagram was still open, because I think because he's a real estate agent, he's allowed uh, to keep his open because for work or whatever, as long as he didn't post about the show. Um, so I don't know if it's still open, private, whatever. Anyway, I scrolled back and what I did see was on Juneteenth, um, he posted a photo of himself in a t-shirt that said, stop killing black people. That's the thing she is talking about? I, I guess. I, I, again, I'm, I'm going off of uh, what I could see on his Instagram, what I found. And uh, she, after she says that to her mom, he, they cut back to him talking to his friend who he says, you are literally my best friend and you are literally a police officer and you know how I feel about this, but she does not because we haven't had a conversation about it. Yeah, because she won't Um, talk to him. So I would say based on that, it seems like another, just based on what I could see from this, it seems like another instance of her finding, why are you on his Instagram finding out his views, whether or not, you even know what they are instead of asking him. Mm-hmm. This is another instance of her taking something that she saw and running with it or that a friend saw and running with it. She, he's like, I've never had a conversation with her about this. And, and you think this little girl, well, she's a 30 year old child, but she, the, the amount of times that she's said things like, Oh, he's trying to make me look bad or my, you know, character assassination. I mean, even however you feel about whatever, her even commenting on this, yeah, she would fucking press charges or, or you know, I mean, the defamation Mary, that lawsuit is, such, is that is such crazy. a good point. It I mean, is such a good point. It is such a fucking good point because, like I said, this is what I saw when yeah. I looked back, and you are so right. If she said. If he was like, well, I saw that she said something, blah, 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 political on her Instagram, and she felt that she didn't get to explain it or it was taken out of context or whatever it was, she, she'd she lose her fucking mind. Yeah, she'd be on The View tomorrow. Like, she would be a lot. And, and yeah. yeah, it's like, she sucks. Gaslighting is is not even close to what she's doing. She's She doesn't deserve any platform no because the con like if you see a post and you think it alludes to that or flat out says it whatever it is 
the conversation, then you go have a conversation with someone about it. If you feel differently about it. Yeah. Or if you want to know what they mean by it, that's what that is. Like, don't, why are we having, why are you having a conversation with your mom about something that you think you saw on Instagram? And he's sitting there talking to his friend who is a police officer going, she doesn't even know how I feel about anything. No, it's just, we, it's just like, it's just shitty. It just fucking, that just rubbed me the fucking wrong way. And now I think what you just said is, is why it rubbed me so the wrong way, because God forbid he commented on something on her Instagram. She'd go, well, he didn't ask me about that. It's my new voice for her. Well, I know is when when you just did that voice, I pictured her face just like a, a Yankee candle melting. She's just like, <laughs> like she's constantly so fucking yeah. mad. I mean, who uh, who stood up for himself tonight though? Who boy? I who boy? Was so proud of him. Yeah. So I mean, God, I was, we just went off on a tangent. We haven't even gotten into the fact that Cal comes to visit, and um, you know. Basically, she says she's tried to look for positives and she hasn't found any. I'm which still is, here. Yeah. I, I could have she's left. so rude. And she's like, um, well, I came here to move forward from the space that we're in. It's like, but you've already told him you're not going to move in with him. You've already told him that you literally only want to stay on the show so that you can hang out with the girls. Like, he knows you're out. Yeah. Chris said, this is my decision day. Mm, I was like... Boom. So I got so happy. I know. Um, and he asked for divorce and she cried about disrespect again and said that she couldn't believe this happened to her. Um, and he said, You have lots of reasons to be here, and none of them are marriage. And it was, it was, I just I know. Oh. So proud. I was really surprised. Like I I was so fearful that he was gonna just string himself along, but at least he respects his time. He doesn't want to do this show if he's not gonna get a partner out of it. Like he has no interest in that. I was sort of annoyed that Pastor Cal didn't rip into her more. Cause it's kind of like, I want I want her to fucking be read the riot act like you I know you are a piece of shit you did this but but he didn't say anything but i also loved that when um chris was like yeah i'm done i want a divorce pastor cal wasn't like are you sure he was like well we have a we wrote a verdict here. yeah it yeah. was like jury's in out jury's out wrong thing i'm trying you know what i'm saying i mean they they showed cal get like frustrated when um First of all, there was one point when she says that tennis and paddle. I was having a good time. Tennis and paddleboarding were a great time. I'm like, oh. uh, no, you made fun of him all of paddleboarding, and then you complained and walked away during tennis. But okay, yeah. And then at one point when she said that she was allergic to doll dogs, and that's why she couldn't stay in the apartment because of Chris's dog. I mean, Cal's head did look like it was going to explode. He was like, <laughs> and I'm not saying you can't rescue dogs and be allergic, and you can't have dogs and be. I get it, but like. What? That came out. She's and I don't even know if you know this, but like I'm actually allergic to dogs, and you have like a big dirty one that shows that he's a bad and your dog's a bad person. I mean, it was uh, I was like, what? It was it's it's in bit like it's so it's so cringeworthy and in the personal embarrassment and humiliation I feel when this woman is talking is it's 
unlike anything I've ever experienced with this show. Oh, same. It, it's it's yeah. I thought Chris was a gaslighter to Paige, but this the the this is actually it's like gaslighting narcissism and um just full blown entitlement just Ugh. wrapped into just a shit eating bow. Just <laughs> just yeah, a shit eating bow. Her shit smelling meanie pants face. No, I want to know. She did end it with saying she's a good person, didn't she? Isn't I'm that good, the last thing I'm she a said? Fucking good person. I'm a good fucking. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it is. Like I said. So wait, is, do you think that now? I'm trying to think. I watched the previews. Did do, is she gonna rear her he- ugly head? And I say that more about her personality. Um, but like, is she gonna? Is she gonna make her way more into the show, or are they? Is next week like no more Alyssa and Chris? I don't know. I feel like I didn't see them in the previews. I might be crazy. Um, I don't think I did either. Yeah, that's the question is, are they coming back? I don't know. Um, I I hope not. Right. And But then again, I understand the show is what it is and these people signed up and they sign contracts and they're supposed to be. So whether or not they'll show up separately but not together or she gets to go to like girls night. Um, God damn it. We don't want her. I think it's like, it's more like I just don't want her to get to because it exactly. now it feels like that's all she wants. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's kind of like, like I was thinking about this the other day because I, I, I know there's been times where we've been even like, it just, no, you don't get to be on the show anymore or, oh, just whatever. They're, they they didn't, it's like, you can't tell, they signed up to get the marriage. They signed the papers. So if she's going to pussyfoot around and not ask for a divorce because she still wants to stay on the show, I don't think the show can do anything about that almost. It's like, that's what it is, right? It's like they needed, for this marriage to end, they needed what Chris did tonight. Oh. I don't think they get to step. I don't know. I mean, I might be wrong, but I don't think they get to, I mean, they can step in and give advice and whatever, but I don't think they can say like, we're going to make a decision for For you. you. No, that actually makes a lot of sense. I didn't really think it through like that, but you're right. Like, now with him saying that, they can the ball's rolling, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah. I so so that's what's gonna be interesting to see from there. Um, I'm sure that both are like contractually committed to appear on the show if asked. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how, how if they show up. I'd love to see Chris remain on the show and I know come in and 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 I don't know I don't really know why I'd like to just see him start fucking people me (laughs) too I was just gonna say like (laughs) fucking at first sight or you know he could do a little spinoff yeah but I have no idea so that'll be interesting to see that's a it's a good question and I guess uh that's what next next week's for we'll find out or the week after or the 47 weeks after that all of them. All right, guys. You know what it is. You know the deal. Thursdays, we we crank them out. We'll see you next week, and God knows what'll happen. Oh, I love you, Mary. I love you, Kuda. Bye. Bye.